1: Today, our guest is Charles McKissick. Charles is with Unison Globus. Unison Globus is a firm that provides dedicated remote teams for tax and accounting professionals in North America. Charles, welcome to the Unique CPA.
0: Randy, thanks very much for having me today.
1: Yeah, that's no problem. This is uh, attempt three for you and I, and I'm glad we're able to do it today. uh, We'll probably talk about this, but first attempt, you were not in the country. You were were in India, actually, probably, I'm sure, working on businesses, working with the teams that uh, you do remote work with, correct? I assume that's where you were doing.
0: Yes. uh, We recently opened our brand new facility in Ahmedabad, which is in the state of Gujarat in uh, India, so I was there for three weeks, uh, visiting, working with the team. And then on May 1st, we, we opened our brand new state-of-the-art facility, which was a really great day. And we, we, we have a super facility there. Hopefully someday, maybe you'll get to come see it.
1: All right. I'll do that. May 1st was the last day of my 50s. Um, the next day I turned 60. So May 1st was a nice day. May 2nd congratulations! Was <laughs> Thank you. That just means I'm still alive. So thanks. You know, congratulations for being alive, Randy. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So I jump forward. Why don't you get, I gave us a quick intro to what Unison Globus is, but I, I'm really excited about this because I just think that there's this huge need for what you're doing. But why don't you give us a little background on what Unison Globus is?
0: Yeah, so we've um, we've been providing remote resources to accounting professionals. We first started in the UK in 2006, and then we branched out into the United States in 2015. So we are now in our 16th year of, of helping accounting professionals, tax professionals in staffing their teams And helping them focus um, more of their time on the tasks and business development activities that they prefer doing and allowing them to take a little bit of their time out of the weeds, so to speak. It's, It's interesting, you know, with the pandemic over the last couple of years, everyone's talked about the great resignation and the difficulties in finding good qualified staff. People are retiring early. A lot of people don't want to work. I think there's also some generational issues going on. But the reality is, if you look back at the AICPA's private client practice surveys, as far back as I've been able to find 2015, the number one issue that accounting firms have faced uh, in this uh, biannual survey, is finding and retaining qualified staff, and that's been one of the top issues in 2015, 2017, 2019, and and still in 2021. And and also there's things like keeping up with tax law changes and and data security and things like that. But staffing has been an issue prior to the pandemic. And I was actually listening to uh, a call a couple months ago and the presenter used the term, the war on talent. And he quoted a very interesting stat. And I'm around your age range. So in 1990, approximately 2% of uh, graduates of university were getting degrees in accounting. And then over the 20-year period between 1990 and
1: 2010, that
0: dropped to 1%. And as evidenced by these surveys, I think it's it's uh, it's been going down ever since. So, you know, technology has offset a little bit of that, but ultimately there's just not enough young people entering the profession. The average age of the accounting firm is, is well into its 50s, and, yep. and there's yep. just folks not coming in to, to fill the gap. So uh, we're able to help firms who want to continue to grow, whether it's a question of growing their revenue or just streamlining how much time the... The partner or the main partners actually spend doing the work, and and we have well trained, uh, qualified people who are very eager to work uh, to supplement that need. I think that's that's awesome because I've I've had that thought, <laughs> and
1: I don't have any stats to back it up that we just don't have as many people coming into the county profession. Um, and if they are, I have no idea. But I was like, I don't know if there's as many people sitting for the exam as they're used to. There probably is. I don't know if that's the fact. It just seems like. I know more and more people who are not becoming CPAs, but maybe working in public accounting still or or in accounting for a couple of years. But now we've got this, there is this need, obviously, we all know that. It's the number one topic, just about every conference I go to, people talking about this need for people, and now you can fill that. So I guess there's a couple of ways we can go here. One, we can just talk about the benefits, which you were just going in, but maybe we should go to... How do you do this? What it, you know? How do you get set up with an outsourced, a dedicated, which is which is important, a dedicated outsourced team that is overseas? Are all your people in India? Because I know that's obviously where you were. Or are they across the world? Or where are, where are these teams?
0: At present, the majority of our team members in, are in India. We are starting to recruit specially qualified uh, professionals in the United States. Um, you know, the challenge here is. Is that um, the same challenges you face trying to uh, recruit somebody locally, we're facing the same thing, trying to recruit professionals in the u s also. So right. we are um, for some management and more specialized positions, we are we're finding people in the u s, but the majority right now is is out of India because one of the great things about India, you've got, the British education system, so people speak English, they're IT uh, savvy, they're they're actually rule followers from a cultural standpoint. So they're very they're very good employees, and they have good family values, and it's a it's a pretty robust legal system. So it's a good place to find good, hardworking, honest, dedicated people. We are looking at other areas of the world. I mean, there's there's outsourced uh, firms that utilize resources from different places. And that's certainly something we're considering and probably will be something hopefully we can unveil in the future.
1: All right. And then, so then with this outsourcing, we'll say India, um, what are, let's go to the benefits. What are the benefits? Obviously, you were talking about it, you know, you freeze up your leaders in the company to do business development or concentrate on special projects. Um, Can you give us a list of, of all the benefits that you can get by setting up an outsourced dedicated team?
0: Yeah, I think I think the main thing and, and you would you would be talking about this in, in some of your other calls as well as you talk about in con- uh, in conferences most accounting and tax professors who really understand where things are moving they're, they're trying to move away from being more of a transaction oriented uh, business model to a more advisory year-round service. I'm doing your taxes, I'm doing your planning. if you have a business we're doing your your books. We're we're planning the strategy of, of 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 and and giving you advice year round, and that takes more time to be able to provide that level of service to to clients. So, you know, depending on the the nature of the the, the relationship, we have various levels from entry level to more senior level tax and accounting professionals. One of the, one of the areas we found that. Some firms have uh, are really having difficulty finding audit professionals is another resource that's uh, we've been placing audit people uh, this year for the first time. But you know again, moving to an advisory role, um, actually charging the proper amount for the value you're adding is another big hurdle. Mm-hmm. It takes time, and it's a mind shift for an accountant to really realize, you know if i if I spend an hour doing work, and I save my client a hundred thousand dollars. How much how much is that hour of time worth? You know, is it worth five hundred dollars an hour? Is it worth ten thousand dollars? You know, that's still that's still something that people have to really come around and, and do the mind shift to embrace. And I think that if the more time you have to to plan for that and work on that, you're better able to have that conversation with your clients. Yep. In addition, people are starting to think about uh outsourcing or remote teams as a way to solidify value when you're transitioning a practice for sale. You know, if you have a a business and you're looking to exit over the next five years, most deals, as you know, have some sort of workout. It's, it's rarely cut a check. Here's the keys, have a good life. Um, And, and a lot of times uh, people don't have the staff to ensure that there's the continuity of the business over the next, two, three, five-year workaround because they're having trouble keeping people. So, if you have a dedicated team from outside of the country that is really excited to work and wants to be with you, that just guarantees a much more smoother transition towards the the final sale. So, you know, essentially the benefits we have, we have well-educated people. They are, they're they're trained in U.S. GAAP and TAX. We're encouraging them to work towards their EA designation, CPA designation, and, and other professional qualifications, you know, QuickBooks advisor, whatever. So they're upgrading their skills. And depending on what area of the country you are, I mean, there's there's different costs, labor costs, depending where you are. But generally, our cost is at least 50% less than what you would pay for a comparable uh, individual in the U.S., and the, the good thing about it too, is it's, it's just a single cost. There is, they're not your employee. There are employees. So you don't have to worry about a 1099 or a W2 uh, benefits insurance. And other than the remote connections, you don't have it to have a desk or any physical real estate for them in your office. So, right. you know, as, as offices tend to try to, you know, a lot of folks are going virtual. They're trying to downsize their footprint, if you have a team that's overseas, um, it's not adding to your your footprint uh, locally. So those are just some of the Advantages.
1: Okay, I was going to ask about the pricing structure. So, you know, fifty percent less is great. I didn't even think about those ancillary savings as well. I mean, just no, you know, uh, you know, four hundred one k matching or health insurance or uh, a, you know, rental of office space, reach individuals. Okay, so so the savings are great. It sounds like very well educated, hardworking, um, dedicated people, rule followers, which is important in tax and accounting. We have specific rules, so yeah. that's great as well. Let's talk about one thing. I think that everybody is curious about data, data safety. Uh, is that an issue, or, or what can you tell me about that?
0: Yeah, so data security is is one of the top issues that um, everyone has, and I think you know as as we go forward, we're we're doing a much better job. All of us collectively being aware of what we need to do to protect our clients' data. Anything can be hacked, so you know, it's it's uh, it's going to be a constant issue moving forward. So it's no
1: different, though, than, I mean, everybody right now is using cloud storage for, you know, everything. So so right now we're just using cloud storage. We're doing the same thing. It's just that we have people from India that are, are accessing that. And so in reality, I mean, it should be no different, I assume, right? You were just going to say from your standpoint.
0: Yeah, no, it is no different. And essentially, so we have ensured on our end, The most strictest security protocols. And and I mentioned we have a new facility. Uh, It has 24-hour closed circuit surveillance. You have to use uh, biometrical identification to enter the facility, and you have to surrender all your electronic devices to go in. So our workers essentially go into their cubicle where they have dual screen and a keyboard, There are no thumb drives, no printers, no CD or disk drives. So they're they're essentially working uh, remotely uh, on a screen. And on our end, we do not backup or download any data. Okay. We've also gone through independent third-party certifications. We're ISO uh, 27001 certified for data security practices. And also ISO, I think it's 9001 for information management practices. In addition, because we've been doing business in the uh, UK, um, we had to qualify for the EU GDPR, uh, General Data Protection Regulations, back in 2016. And actually, as part of our uh, new facility, we're we're being recertified again, updated. So at least from our end, we've taken all the precautions to ensure that we we carefully vet our workers. We have a background check, which we can provide uh, for for the people who want to utilize our team members, and. Touch wood. I always do this. In our 16 years, we've never had a data breach, so I'm not trying to tempt fate. But we, <laughs> exactly. we do a really good job of yeah, t- everybody touch wood. Uh, <laughs> but we do a really good job of of vetting our people and and ensuring that they're compliant. On that end too, when we set up secure connections, and depending on whether it's on your uh, a remote desktop or through a server or in the cloud we follow the highest level of encryption in our connectivity and you know i think the systems are very secure many of the tools we work in have dual factor authentication so our people have that set up on their screen so it, it you know it's only that one computer on our system or or seat that can can log into your system whether it's your tax software your your accounting software and at least on our end we have Daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly uh, virus scans and and security software. So we have a very robust IT process. Okay, and I think th- I, th- I think the most important thing is just it, collaboration between our clients and our team members to ensure that uh, everything is done properly. You know, nothing that's insecure is sent on email. We're doing everything we can.
1: All right. Well. Well.
0: I mean, it sounds like everything's great. On that end,
1: let me ask a couple final questions here. What about one question I know that it comes into my mind, and I'm thinking people you know probably are thinking the same thing. I'm now using your services. I have this dedicated person, this dedicated team that I'm working with. What's my responsibility as this firm owner to let my clients know that we are outsourcing this work? Uh, to somebody in India or it doesn't have to be necessarily India, but we're outsourcing it to someone else what do you know what kind of responsibility I have to inform my clients that?
0: Yes, you know so depending on the work you're you're doing for your clients, um, we'll break it down into a couple categories. so for accounting and bookkeeping, there is no disclosure requirement and and also for corporate or business tax, there's also no disclosure required. It's only when you're disclosing work on and 1040 type work and the the person's uh, social security number. So, the IRS has a regulation 7216, which which is uh, about uh, disclosure, and it, it covers a diff- a couple different areas of disclosure, but particularly related to utilizing an offshore provider to to do work. Uh, there there's a templated uh, wording that you have to put into your engagement letter. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty straightforward. The funny thing is, is because our firm is, is our team is in India, but our, our firm is out of Florida. So you're, you're, you're stating that you're just, you're disclosing, you're asking for permission to disclose your data to a foreign firm, and then you have the address of Unison Globus in Florida. So it's, it's kind of funny, but I think, I think it's pretty straightforward. You know, the the big four have been doing this for 30 plus years and probably, you know, 75 to 80% of the largest firms in the United States are also outsourcing to India, the Philippines or a variety of other countries. So it's not like it's anything that's new. And so uh, most people are comfortable with, with having their data because ultimately it's still your accountant your accounting professional who is, is signing off in your return, they're verifying the work. It's just the, the data entry and some of the analysis is being done overseas. but uh, the disclosure is fairly easy and anybody who works with us, we share the disclosure template with them. And, and actually depending on your tax software, it, many of the tax softwares already have the disclosure wording as one of the pieces you can add to your um, your engagement letter.
1: All right. Uh, I, I had my uh, a friend on before that I've known for a while, uh, Stephen Vono, who is a professional uh, liability insurance guy. I, I'm sure he has plenty of things that I can uh, ask him that we would need to do as well. But it sounds like it's a pretty straightforward operation to do so. One last thing that comes to my mind, yeah. and then you can tell me if there's any things I missed. But one last thing that comes to my mind is this is great. I got, and I keep saying it, but dedicated team. I love that, that it's not just, hey, I have a new person every time. It's a dedicated team. These are, these really sounds like become my employees, you know, employees in quotes, because they're part of the team going forward. Do, is there any issues with the time zone differences and how does that play into things?
0: Yes. So, um, I think, the India Standard Time, as an example, is is currently nine and a half hours ahead of uh, Eastern Standard Time. So, depending on if you're in the Eastern United States or the Pacific Time Zone, you, the the amount of overla- overlap you have with your India team is usually confined to morning time or early afternoon. We're not a sweatshop, and right. you know we we try to encourage. Good employees, we pay them well. We probably pay a little bit more than many of our competitors. We give them, you know, 12 days vacation a year as well as the statutory holidays. And we don't really want people working till five in the morning. Yep. You know, we want people with balanced family lives. You know, we encourage, you know, we have we give them maternity leave you know we so so we're we're a really great employer the tax team usually works till 9 or 10 p.m. india time and the accounting team works till 10:30 11 in the evening we do have certain special cases for folks who are out on the west coast where our person will come into the office a little later and stay later um, so but usually there's 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 at least 2 hours a day of of live communication between uh, the the client and, and the remote team members and it it does take a little bit of planning to you know I, I think one of the big aspects of of challenges of keeping employees both in in your location and and also externally is is uh, people don't invest the time in properly training and and developing the relationship with the employees so we really try to stress in those first three months a rigid onboarding process with regular communication, both through email and Microsoft Teams and other things, but also live calls. You get to know the person. You can explain to them what um, what you need done. They can ask you questions. Um, we also do live interviews. So if, let's say you were gonna hire one of our, our team members we would present you with a couple resumes that you could look at, and then you could actually have live interviews before you even bring the person on. We've had firms that they've done the interviews, they get them to do an accounting and a, a tax test We've actually had people do Myers-Briggs type personality tests, mm. as well as the uh, you know as the the background checks we provide. So you, you know whatever you would normally do to bring on an employee, we try to facilitate that as much as possible. So you at least have an idea of who your person is. You get comfortable with them. You can establish that there's there's a basis for communication, and they do have uh, technical qualifications. And then as you move forward to onboard them. We try to ensure, and it it really varies. Some firms have daily meetings. Some firms have by, you know, two or three times a week. Some people only have one meeting a week. But you've got to have that live touch base to make sure that everybody's on the same page. And and it really, you know, if you do that for the first three months, it, the a very high probability of a successful long term relationship. And you know, we have folks that have been working with us for five years for various reasons. Sometimes people on our team leave, whether it's a maternity leave or a life change, um, and we'll come up with a good replacement for you. So, that that's the thing. If, if you've asked us to provide five resources and one of them happens to leave, it's our responsibility to to give you notice, let you know that we're sourcing the replacement for you, introduce them, make sure you're comfortable, and, and then make sure the, the re-onboarding, I guess, if you want to call that works well. So,
1: all right. Well, it sounds like to me you, what you have is fitting a need in the industry, and again, not just our industry, but the profession in general, but the the, the country in general, or probably the world, looking for people. So I think the opportunity is great. I, it's everything I heard is positive, and really, in reality, it sounds like how we're doing business now. Anyways, people are working remote. People are working on their schedule. At least a lot of companies are starting to do this. Hey, as long as you get your work done, we don't care when you do it. You do it at two the morning, you do it two in the morning. I think giving people freedom to do that's great. And really, this is just following that same structure that I think firms are starting to go to as well. Uh, any last thoughts that I, I missed on there that you'd like
0: to uh, tell us about? No, I think, Randy, you, you hit the nail on the head, you know, and and there's more than one way to skin the cat, so to speak. I mean, we have, we have people who have onshore employees And our offshore people supplementing them. We have people who are 100% offshore, except for the principals. Uh, And we also work with clients who have uh, who work with other outsourcing firms too. I mean, it's it's kind of good to have a a team and a B team. You know, there there isn't just necessarily a one size that fits all uh, solution. And you know, we'd love to talk to anyone who's finding. Difficult to hire and retain quality staff. Um, we, we give free trial work to let you test drive. You know, we don't expect you to buy the car without having a chance to kick the tires and drive it. And I, I don't think the problem's getting any easier right now. No. So we're, we're here to help.
1: That's great. All right. Um, before we, uh, one final question will be, I'm going to ask you to give your, uh, your uh, contact information. But before I do that, I like to end with, okay, great. We're talking business right now. This is, this is great information. I honestly think this is great information. I think a lot of people could be helped by this. But let's get away from business. Let's find out more about you. Besides uh, uh, filling a need that accounting firm has, what do you personally like doing outside of business? What's your passions?
0: Well, gosh, there's a couple things. So, I'm a former athlete, so I love sports. Uh, Still participate in biking and uh, skiing in the winter. And uh, my wife and I love to walk. I used to play rugby when I was younger, so I'm still a big fan of international rugby and periodically travel overseas to watch that. And very excited to see that The U.S. has been announced as the host of the the 2031 Rugby World Cup. Oh, wow. So that will be a great event uh, nine years from now in the U.S. Very, very excited for that. I live in Canada, so I've become a a hockey fan. So uh, we were very crestfallen on uh, Saturday night when the Maple Leafs uh, lost a very tough match to the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning. But, you know, the Lightning, they're the defending champions. And at the end of the day, they they stepped up and did what needed to be done yeah but i'm i'm happily married have two daughters just try to take every day as a great day and and go from there and try to spread a little kindness if i can <laughs> That's And I'm looking forward to having a craft beer with you. I definitely am a craft beer aficionado. I
1: know. I was going to ask. I thought we were going to get yeah. to craft beer. You and I, that's our goal. We're going to get together and have a beer one of these times uh, before too yeah. long. I'll, I, I assume I'll see you sometime in the fall at a conference, but it was great to see you here. And if anybody else wants to reach out to you and find out more information about Unison Globus, uh, how can they get a hold of you?
0: Well, so I can give you uh, my, my email is just charles at unisonglobus.com. That's C-H-A-R-L-E-S at U-N-I-S-O-N-G-L-O-B-U-S.com. That's probably the best way to connect with me. And would be happy to, to have a conversation and tell us about what you need, and we'll see if we can help you out.
1: Well, Charles, this is this has been great. I've been looking forward to, to having this discussion for a while. There's actually a, a CPA firm I know that has been doing this for a long time, a very, very well-respected, uh, pretty large firm that they've been doing this for years, and they are always telling me how successful it is. So so I've been wanting to get them on the show. Uh, maybe I'll call them now and say they, they can tell me how, how positive it is from their aspect. Um, but I got you on the show first, which was great to tell, to tell us how it works. So I appreciate the time.
0: That's super, Randy. Thank you for joining us today on The Unique CPA. You can find all the links and show notes for today's episode, as well as more about Trimerit, at theuniquecpa.com. Remember to subscribe and join us for our next episode, where we'll be going beyond compliance into forging new pathways of delivering value to your clients, diversifying your revenue streams, and leading-edge management techniques and styles.